Hi, and welcome to Revitalize the Everyday Audio Bible with me, your host, Billy Lincoln. Today, I'll be reading from Genesis 12, Psalm 12, and Matthew 12. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I cannot thank you enough for the privilege I have of being able to be with you and to love you and be loved by you through faith in Jesus Christ. Father, thank you for saving me all those years ago. Father, thank you for blessing me with a family, with a home, with hope, with long life, with health. And Father, thank you for your word. Father, I remember being given a Gideon Bible at the age of 13 and I sneered at it because I said in my heart, I don't really need God. I don't really need this Bible. And three years later, when I was 16, you saved my life. And so today, Father, I ask you that you would move in me, that people would hear and be saved and that they would be loved by you and that they would know that they are loved by you and father (laughs) they wouldn't just be loved by you they would make you known in the nations you are my god and my friend and my hope holy spirit move in me move in me according to your perfect will and your pleasure that the father and the son may be glorified i thank you for this privilege I thank you for your word. I thank you for the gift <laughs> of being able to read and the gift of sight. It's, it's, um, it's not a small victory. I love you, Lord. Have your way. In Jesus' name. Amen. Genesis 12. Now in Haran, the Lord had said to Abram, Go away from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you. I will make you a great nation and I will bless you abundantly and make your name great, exalted, distinguished and you shall be a blessing, a source of great good to others and I will bless you and I will bless and do good for the benefit of those who bless you and I will curse, that is, subject to my wrath and judgment, the one who curses, despises, dishonours and has contempt for you. And in you, all the families and nations of the earth will be blessed. So Abraham departed in faithful obedience, as the Lord had directed him, and Lot, his nephew, left with him. Abraham was 75 years old when he left Haran. Abraham took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his nephew, and all their possessions which they had acquired, and the people, the servants which they had acquired in Haran, and they set out to go to the land of Canaan, when they came to the land of Canaan. Abraham passed through the land as far as the site of Shechem to one great terebinth oak tree of Moreh. Now the Canaanites were in the land at the time. Then the Lord appeared to Abraham and said, I will give this land to your descendants. So Abraham built an altar there to honour the Lord who had appeared to him. Then he moved on from there to the mountain on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and I on the east, and there he built an altar to the Lord and called on the name of the Lord in worship through prayer, praise and thanksgiving. Then Abraham journeyed on, continuing towards Negev, the south country of Judah. 
And now there was a famine in the land, and Abraham went down into Egypt to live temporarily, for the famine in the land was oppressive and severe. And when he was about to enter Egypt, he said to Sarai, his wife, Listen, listen, I know that you are a beautiful woman. So when the Egyptians see you, they will say, This is his wife, and they will kill me to acquire you, but they will let you live. Please, please tell them you are my sister, so that kings will go well, things will go well for me for your sake, and my life will be spared because of you. And when Abraham entered Egypt, the Egyptians saw that Sarai was very beautiful. Pharaoh's princes, his officials, also saw her and praised her to Pharaoh. And the woman was taken for the purpose of marriage into Pharaoh's house, the harem. Therefore, Pharaoh treated Abraham well for her sake. He acquired sheep, oxen, male and female donkeys, male and female servants and camels. But the Lord punished Pharaoh and his household with severe plagues because of Sarai, Abraham's wife. Then Pharaoh called Abraham and said, What is this that you have done? Why did you not tell me that she was your wife? Why did you say she's my sister so that I took her as my wife? Now then, here's your wife. Take her and go. So Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him and they escorted him on his way with his wife and all that he had. Psalm 12 God, a helper against the treacherous, to the chief musician, set an octave below, a psalm of David. Um, so I just want to say to you that the book of Psalms are a book of poems and songs. So lots of them will have been done to music, um, harps and lyres and stringed instruments. Um, and they do have a poetic nature. Moses wrote some of the Psalms. Um, David wrote some of the Psalms. So when you hear them, um, think of music, think of David's honest and open heart. And you can use them to help you to pray on days where you're feeling particularly particularly low and discouraged. Now this is Psalm 12. Save and help and rescue, Lord, for godly people cease to be. For the faithful vanish from among the sons of men. They speak of deceitful and worthless words to one another. With flattering lips and a double heart they speak. May the Lord cut off all flattering lips, the tongue that speaks great things in boasting, who have said, with our tongue we will prevail our lips are our own who is lord and master over us because of the devastation of the afflicted because of the groaning of the needy now i will arise says the lord i will place him in the safety for which he longs the words and the promises of the lord are pure words like silver refined in an earthen furnace purified seven times you O lord will preserve and keep them you will protect him from this evil generation forever. The wicked strut about in pompous self-importance on every side, as vileness is exalted and baseness is prized among the sons of men. Matthew chapter 12. At that particular time, Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath. 
And his disciples were hungry and began to pick the heads of grain and eat them. But when the Pharisees saw this, they said to him, Look, your disciples are doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath. He said to them, Have you not read in the scriptures what David did when he was hungry? And he and those who accompanied them? How? He went into the house of God and they ate the consecrated bread, which was not lawful for him to eat, nor for those with him, but for the priests only. Or have you not read in the law that on the Sabbath the priests in the temple break the sanctity of the Sabbath, and yet they are innocent? But I tell you that something greater than the temple is here. And if you had only known what this statement means, I desire compassion for those in distress and not animal sacrifice, you would not have condemned the innocent. For the Son of Man is the Lord of the Sabbath. Leaving here, he went into the synagogue. A man was there whose hand was withered, and they asked, Is it lawful and permissible to heal on the Sabbath? They asked that they might accuse him and bring charges into court. But he said to them, What man is there among you who, if he has only one sheep and it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will not take hold of it and lift it out? How much more valuable then is a man than a sheep? So it is lawful and permissible to do God on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, Reach out your hand. The man reached out and it was restored as normal and healthy as the other. But the Pharisees went out and conspired against him, discussing how they could destroy him. Being aware of this, Jesus left there. Many followed him and he healed all of them who were sick and warned them not to publicly tell who he was. This was to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. Behold my servant whom I have chosen, my beloved in whom my soul is well pleased. I will put my spirit upon him and he will proclaim justice to the nations. He will not quarrel nor cry out loudly, nor will anyone hear his voice in the streets. A battered reed he will not break and a smouldering wick he will not extinguish until he leads justice to victory. And in his name, the Gentiles, all the nations of the world, will hope with confidence. Then a demon-possessed man, who was blind and mute, was brought to Jesus, and he healed him, so that the mute man both spoke and saw. All the people wondered in amazement and said, Could, could this be the son of David, the Messiah? But the Pharisees heard it and said, This man cast out demons only by the help of Beelzebub, Satan, the prince of demons. Knowing their thoughts, Jesus said to them, any kingdom that is divided against itself is being laid waste, and no city or house divided against itself will continue to stand. If Satan casts out Satan, that is, his demons, he has become divided against himself and disunited. How then will his kingdom stand? If I cast out the demons by the help of Beelzebub, Satan, by whom do your sons drive them out? For this reason they will be your judges. But if it is by the Spirit of God that I cast out the demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you before you expected it. Or how can you go into a strong man's house and steal his property unless he first overpowers and ties up the strong man? Then he will ransack and rob his house. He who is not with me once and for all on my side is against me, and he who does not unequivocally gather with me scatters. Therefore I say to you, Every sin and blasphemy 
every evil, abusive, injurious speaking or indignity against sacred things will be forgiven. But blasphemy against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. Whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven. But whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit by attributing the miracles done by me to Satan will not be forgiven either in this age or in the age to come. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree bad and its fruit bad, for the tree is recognised and judged by its fruit. You brood of vipers, how can you speak good things when you are evil? For the mouth speaks out of that which fills the heart. The good man, from his inner good treasure, brings out good things, and the evil man, from his inner evil treasure, brings out evil things. But I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will have to give an account for every careless or useless word they speak. For by your words, reflecting your spiritual condition, you will be justified and acquitted of the guilt of sin. And by your words, rejecting me, you will be condemned and sentenced. Then some of the scribes and Pharisees said to him, Teacher, we want to see a sign a testing miracle from you, proving that you are what you claim to be. And he replied and said to them, An evil and adulterous generation that is morally unfaithful to God craves and demands a miraculous sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For just as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the sea monster, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will stand up as witnesses at the judgment against this generation and will condemn it because they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And now something greater than Jonah is here. The queen of the south, Sheba, will stand up as a witness at the judgment against this generation and will condemn it because she came from the ends of the earth to listen to the wisdom of Solomon. And now something greater than Solomon is here. Now when the unclean spirit has come out of a man, it roams through waterless, dry, arid places in search of rest, but it does not find it. And then it says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when it arrives, it finds peace. It finds the place unoccupied, swept and put in order. Then it goes and brings with it seven other spirits more wicked than itself. And they go in and make their home there. And the last condition of that man becomes worse than the first. And so it will be with this wicked generation. While he was still talking to the crowds, it happened that his mother and his brothers stood outside asking to speak to him. Someone said to him, look, look, your mother and your brothers are standing outside asking to speak to you. But Jesus replied, to the one who told him who is my mother and who are my brothers and stretching out his hands towards his disciples and all his other followers he said here are my mother and my brothers for whoever does the will of my father who is in heaven by believing in me and following me is my brother and sister and mother this is the word of the lord let's pray Father, I thank you that you are mighty to save. Father, I thank you that your word is purified, pure, 
seven times over that your word really is like silver and it's a great great source of wealth and joy and peace and the only source of truth in our lives father i thank you that when you promised abraham about his descendants you kept your covenant and he did not remain childless he did not die without an heir and he really did become the father of many nations and the father of faith Father, I thank you that you would increase our faith, that we could be considered faithful and that faithfulness would be um, attributed to us as righteousness. Abraham did wrong. He lied. He deceived people. But you still blessed him because you're a covenant-keeping God in spite of our mistakes. Holy Spirit, may we never reject you. May we never blaspheme against you. Help us to glorify you, the Father and the Son, Help us not to be a godless generation, Father. We do crave signs. I crave signs and I'm a believer because sometimes it's so hard to look at things and say, well, how can how can good come from this? But they said it about Jesus. Can anything good come from Nazareth? And it certainly did. So Holy Spirit, would you open our eyes to see your excellence and your beauty and your glory on the earth? Holy Spirit, help us to honour and glorify you. Lord Jesus, befriend those that I'm friends with, that they would be a disciple of yours, that we too would be counted as your brothers and sisters because we do what you love. I thank you for this day and I thank you for your word. May this word extend far and wide that those who have ears will certainly hear. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now I'm going to hand you over to Naya, who will lead you in a prayer of salvation. Please listen to each line and repeat um, after her. Thank you, Naya. Lord Jesus, thank you for giving your life for me and giving me and forgiving me of my sins, so I can have a personal relationship with you. I am sincerely sorry for the mistakes I've made, and I know I need you to help me live right. Your word says in Romans 10 verse 9, if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I believe you are the Son of God and I confess you as my Saviour and Lord. Take me just as I am and work in my heart, making me the person you want me to be. I want to live for you, Jesus, and I am so grateful to, grateful to you for giving me a fresh start in the new life with you today. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Naya <laughs> and Jaden. Now, if that was your first time praying the prayer of salvation, we would like to warmly welcome you into the family of God. It's the best decision that you'll ever make and um, (laughs) I would like to encourage you to join your local church online, read your Bible every single day, listen to music that glorifies God, surround yourself with um, other believers, like-minded people, people proclaiming Jesus Christ as Lord 
and just remember that you are absolutely loved and so valued and you made the best decision today to follow Christ. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye.